Hello and welcome to the Untitled Car Show. I'm your host, Ike. Uh, this is the last day of the uh, podcast every weekday this week. Um, it's been fun. It's been a little stressful. It's been it's been a lot of work. Um, if you appreciate it and you want to go support the show, please go pre-order a t-shirt. Uh, pre-orders end Saturday. Uh, the 15th, uh, so if you haven't done so already, make sure you go out and get them. Uh, that way we can make sure they get made and they get sent out. Um, if we don't hit our pre-order margin, then they don't get made and you don't get charged. So there's that. So go to trackmonkeyapparel.com. You'll see it if you scroll down on the page, whether you're on your mobile browser or if you're on your uh, computer, it's right there. It's wonderful design. Um, yeah, so there's that. So, driving around today, figured um, podcast blog time. Um, like, so, like I said, went to Chicago a week prior to this. Well, I was going to have a podcast blog for that episode, for that week, but it ended up being, uh, when I wanted to do it, I got, you know, it, it was, I'm trying to think how to put it, so I wanted to record one day, but I hung out with some old friends, I pushed it back, and then the deadline when I was going to record it ended up being, I was, uh, uh, on the road, and the missus and the little one were asleep. So, well, more of the missus. The little one was awake most of the night, or most of the trip, but the wife was uh, still awake, or still asleep. So, wasn't really able to do it without waking up everyone and being a big disturbance. So, I apologize for that. I think I said so earlier, but it is what it is. Anyway, um, driving around at the moment, um, I don't know, there's something very, I've been thinking about, um, you know, my commute and all that, and the VW Parkway, this time of the year, uh, experiences a lot of road work, a lot of construction. Uh, for those of you who maybe don't understand, so the VW Parkway is uh, an alternate to I-95 southbound and northbound between D.C. and Baltimore. So if you're coming from north of Baltimore, um, if you're headed to D.C. or if you're going points further south, the parkway a lot of times is what you get diverted to. So you think, oh, okay, so it's a big road. It's got a lot of traffic on it. So it must be four lanes, you know, each way. No, no, no. It's a two-lane road, uh, it's not well-maintained, um, which is slightly ironic because in the summertime, they have tree trimming crews out here because trees overgrow the side of the road, apparently every day, because they're out here, it feels like every day doing that. And then they have pothole repair crews out here a bunch. Typically, as I'm trying to use the parkway, and 
it's literally just a stopgap measure because the road should be repaved. They don't want to do that because it will fuck up traffic. Get out these pothole repair crews and they block a lane at a time, which if really on a road like this, that destroys it. You'd be better off shutting down a vast stretch of the road, repaving it, and just blocking it off, because at least then people would know to use alternate routes, as opposed to, hey, you might be able to make it through. It's just a mobile repair crew, so it's only taking up like, you know, 100 yards of road at a time, but people here can't merge. Uh, part of the reason is, like, I've seen, just since I started recording, Maryland, Virginia, D.C. plates, a New York tag, a New Jersey tag. You know, it's, uh, there's another New Jersey tag. It's everyone from the East Coast. So everyone operates on their own rules when they drive this road. So, you know, while you may have in a big state like Texas or Illinois or California or New York where there's kind of a culture of how people drive, which, which I do believe, like, coming from Chicagoland and living in central Illinois, while there was a little bit of a difference between the way people drive, there seemed to be kind of the same culture of driving for the most part, where people more or less understood get over to the right lane. I'm not going to say 100% of the time, let's go, like, with a reasonable 75% of the time people understood that. Now, those other 25% of people, super fucking annoying, believe me. But there was, like, a, this is how you merge, this is how you, um, you know, proceed through traffic. You know, it, it all made sense, more or less. Like, you could kind of know what you were dealing with. Um, here, not so much. Like, I think people from New Jersey, they don't quite understand how to turn left on red. Part of that's they have those, like, jug handle turns. And then, like, people from Maryland don't understand, like, a zipper merge for the life of them. They think everyone just go as far forward in traffic as you possibly can and block out anyone else from merging, which just exacerbates the problem because then you have – you're trying to stop everyone from sneaking in. So you're doing this, like, stutter step driving. The people next to you are trying to sneak in which then they have to cut you off, which means everyone's coming to a complete stop, so then traffic just backs up worse. And then you have Virginia drivers are either the most cautious drivers on the planet or the most reckless drivers on the planet. I've literally seen no one with a Virginia plate drive like a normal human being. Um, it's, so you throw them in the mix, and then it just becomes a disaster here on this roadway in the summertime especially because that's when all the road crews are out and taking care of business. And like I said, this week I've been back. I've been on this road five days. Well, I've been headed to work for five days. Three of those days, the parkway was such a disaster, I couldn't even take it, which is the fastest way to get where I need to go. One of those days I took the parkway, and it ended up making me late because – a random mobile crew decided to pop out. And today I'm on it again, and I'm trying not to be late. 
as it is. So, I don't know. It, it's just weird, ridiculous, like, the way this is. And I... I appreciate this is a parkway. It's not supposed to be a major thoroughfare. Like, it's supposed to be something where you get on and you go, ooh, oh, look at the trees and all that. But, like, you need to get with the times. This obviously isn't that anymore. It's a, uh, it's a road people use to travel. And if you would, there's plenty of room to add more lanes. If you add more lanes, just one more lane. It would make perfect sense. You could get people in. You could get people out uh, faster, more efficiently. And, yeah, maybe you lose some of the, you know, nature. Really, the middle median here really isn't any nature in it. Like, there's the occasional trees, but for the most part, it's just a, like, medium-height concrete barrier to stop people from going over into opposite lanes. I don't know. They just, and there is a certain select point where this does go up to three lanes, and it works so much better when it's three lanes. But for the vast majority of the time, it's two lanes. So I don't know. It just seems silly to me that this continues to exist. I don't know. If you're listening, is there like a road you have to take that just it's archaic and it needs to change, but they just won't? Let it change for whatever silly reason. Uh, another good example of that in this area is the uh, Woodrow Wilson Bridge. Uh, originally, it was going to be a suspension bridge. It was going to be like a modern marvel thing. It was going to be this big, majestic suspension bridge, and it was going to be, you know, a great addition to the D.C. skyline. But the uh, city of, if I remember, it was Alexandria or Arlington. I think it was historic downtown Alexandria said it would ruin their skyline. So instead of putting up a beautiful and majestic uh, suspension bridge, um, they put a low-lying, uh, I'm trying to think of, drawbridge, just because it's slightly less visible. But really all that means is now you have an ugly low bridge in your skyline as opposed to a tall, majestic uh, bridge, which, I mean, come on now, it's just silly. Why would you do that? So I get it. People hate change. They don't like doing it, which is, so when you think about that, as car people, what I find fascinating about us is there are some of us that really don't like changing vehicles, changing uh, you know, there's people who drive the same car for years and years and years and years. They never give them up. They don't want to uh, change anything about it. But I, this is probably the only enthusiast culture where really you're changing a expensive and big part of your life on a rather frequent basis, and I get there's like the upgrade principle to it, and maybe cell phones are the same, but I mean, a cell phone upgrade, I know people who don't like doing that, and 
because they don't like changing operating system. They don't go to the latest and greatest. Like, I have had an iPhone since there's been an iPhone, basically. And uh, I'm kind of stuck in that ecosystem, and I'm too hesitant to change. And when they do change stuff, like 80% of the time, it's, like, irritating. Um, so it's very curious. And then there's people who, you know, like me, they won't ever get off of Android. They stick with their Android. They won't leave it. I mean, there's very few people who go from Android to iPhone to Google, uh, not Google, uh, like a Microsoft phone to a BlackBerry or whatever. I mean, I still know people who have Blackberries because they just got used to Blackberries, and that's just how they are. You know, you really don't get that with cars. I mean, you have some brand loyalties, but I, I don't know. I, I feel like they're fewer and far between than uh, what they used to be um, when it comes to that. Like, I don't know. It, it's curious because, like, you got your BMW people. Like, it's almost like maybe a genre of car. Like, I go from BMW to Jag to uh, Mercedes, and, you know, all over just when it comes to that. And, like, myself, Ford, Saturn, Mercury, Volvo, um, Dodge, you know, there's just trying to test out the waters, trying to alter everything, muscle cars, to hot hatchback, to two-door hatchback, to a station wagon. Uh, now I have an SUV, too. It's, or really the wife does. But I don't know. Like, I don't know if this was something everyone else did in their love life, I guess, but I feel like you have to try all the flavors until you figure out which one you like. Like, for myself, got to try out a little chocolate, got to try out a little vanilla, got, you know, maybe go out and have some Chinese foods, something like that. You know, it, it, you got to try out all the flavors and see which one you uh, marinate best. Maybe that's not the uh, most accurate description of uh, why. I ended up with those ladies, um, but I like I do the analogy with women when really I could do it with uh, too. That's another good point. So I'm curious if there's a higher percentage of foodies in the automotive community since we do kind of like and cherish diversity of driving a little bit more. And this is, again, kind of a new thing to the automotive community. I feel like a generation ago, it was very brand loyal and very hobby loyal. So didn't get a lot of people, and I still know people like this. Obviously, there's people out there. But you've got your people who they only like Mopars and they only like drag racing. And that's how they go through life. They see it through that spectrum. Uh, but to me, that's eating the same food every day, all day. You know, like, why would you want to do that? Why would you limit yourself to just hamburgers. Yeah, hamburgers are fucking great. I love hamburgers, don't get me wrong. I don't want to eat them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you know. That doesn't work. You know, eventually your palate is, you know, sick of it. So, with, like, kind of this emergence of people who enjoy, you know, this embracing of everything in the automotive community of 
well, I want to try drag racing or maybe a little autocross or, you know, take it to a concourse event or uh, go on a rally or go on a uh, road tour, you know, whatever. It, I think it's a very good thing for the hobby, obviously, but I do think it's a very good thing for the people engaging in the hobby, too, because then they get to expand their palette in multiple ways. Like, they can – because I feel like once you kind of, like, get into this habit of embracing change, it's easier to kind of keep up with the change, you know. Today I'm going to try a little bit of this. Tomorrow I'm going to try a little bit of that. Maybe a little bit of drag racing. Maybe a little bit of this, that, or the other. And uh, uh, I hate this. Um, changing topics suddenly. So I'm rolling up. I'm on 295. And there's a traffic accident. Not even an accident, it looks like. It looks like a minor fender bender. And thankfully, no one's hurt. Pulled off to the side of the road. But what drives me nuts is they... 295, so here's another great example of the back-ass words of uh, the District of Columbia in terms of areas. So BW Parkway takes you to a dead ends um, on a uh, rural road, not rural road, like a, I don't know if I have to describe it. It's like a major road, but it has traffic lights. So however you want to say that. Uh, surface street. There we go. Like That's what we're trying to say. So you can either take a surface street or you can continue on a highway. And it, it when it intersects, it intersects with um, what's called Route 50 around here, but it's actually technically, if you pull up the uh, interstate system, it's actually technically 595. So it's technically an interstate, but they call it Route 50 because that takes you out to the Ocean City, and they want to keep it that way because it's historic or whatever, which doesn't make sense to me. I don't think anyone gives a shit that it's called Route 50 as opposed to 595, but whatever. It helps keep that as kind of like a hidden little secret gem of interstate around here. But, again, that ends at the same spot at the surface street, or you can get on to 295 southbound because there is no 295 northbound from there. So 295 southbound, you take a, at that point, Route 50 is a two-lane road, just like the parkway. The parkway is a two-lane road, and you end up with either the choice of I'm going to um, basically it goes down to either a two-lane road or a three-lane road. So you lose another lane, basically. Um, so the three-lane road is a 295 southbound. 295 southbound cuts off at, uh, uh, this is very genre-specific, but whatever. Uh, 295 southbound ends up going from three lanes to two lanes uh, at a point, and it ends up causing just the worst delay. Like, everyone... Uh, drives like a madman because they're not trying to let anyone get ahead of them again, which is mind-boggling to me. But So they're not trying to let anyone get ahead of them, so they end up doing this stupid charade where they pile into that third lane, which really is an exit-only lane, and then there's one other exit-only lane 
that if you're in and you're trying to get around people, they end up, like if you're trying to take that exit, everyone assumes you're trying to get in front of them, so they try and block you off. I've been in that lane because I've been running late, and I'm just going forward at just 20 miles per hour because I see a gap up ahead, and I try and get into that gap because I'm trying to get off on East Capitol, and I've had a car try to pull over and run into me and block my route just because I was trying to take an exit. He was not trying to take and didn't like the idea that I was trying to get ahead of him, even though he was doing the same thing to someone else in the lane next to him, which is mind-boggling. So when we have a crash like that, and I hate capers today, so you have a crash on that road, it causes gaper delays, which then exacerbate the problem, which just make it next to impossible to take 295, which again, should be the better route because it's not a surface street, but it ends up being where you need the surface street most of the time, just because people on the surface street kind of know what they're doing better. I hate to say it, but I actually think DC drivers might be better than Maryland drivers, which is a little crazy thing to say because DC drivers, not good. So um, I hope you enjoyed this week of podcasting. Uh, make sure you go out, get a T-shirt. Um, I'm going to get going. Uh, you all be safe out there. Follow me on uh, Twitter, at Untitled Car Show, and have a good night, a good evening. And wherever you are, whatever time it is there, uh, you know, thank you so much for listening. Please be safe out there.